Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless name of the Lord for enabling us to return once again in our wonderful program. This is our Freedom Streams program whereby we minister to you the word of life and we bring it to you in a subjective and practical way for your uh, life and even for the building up of your life. You see, uh, when we make the word of God subjective, it is ours to enjoy is ours to uh, receive the life in it and also to have the building up of the body of Christ. Once again, I am Pastor Dennis Matov and uh, I come from Freedom Experience Ministry that is in Kampala, Uganda. I want to appreciate every one of you that has uh, endeavored to see that you listen and even follow those that are inviting in their friends, those that are um, like sharing our application God bless you in case you don't have an application I always remind you before I start that you should download Freedom Experience app on Google Play Store and also you can visit Freedom Experience Ministry dot org to have even more details about the ministry uh, don't hesitate to support don't hesitate to donate in case you are fear you feel led by the spirit uh, appreciating the work that God is using us to do um, even to support our platforms like the TV, the radio and all these many many uh, platforms and we, the Lord shall bless you I'll allow me to go into the word today, we are in our seri- uh, wonderful series about God's New Testament economy, God's New Testament plan we have been talking about several things and this is episode 69 by the grace of God. I told you that we are soon winding up this first season uh, that is about God the Father. That means we are going to enter into another season whereby we are going to talk about in detail uh, about God the Son, Jesus Christ. But this is our uh, episode 69 and uh, we were talking about God's work in the New Dispensation or in the New Testament. You see, God has got a new divine arrangement, the administrative arrangement, which we all know as the New Testament, whereby He changed the old and uh, forsook it, even commanded us to forsake it, that we may uh, participate and even uh, follow and live within the New Testament. And we have got to find out what is his purpose and plan, what is his intention, even as we are in this New Testament. A lot of things changed, and uh, we have been seeing what God has been doing as his work. And uh, this is our 37th work in the New Testament. The other time we were talking about uh, God being giving Christ the revelation of the things to come concerning the church, Israel and the world. Now we are going to continue with uh, another work which is bringing many believers to glory. So with this we start with the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verses 10 whereby uh, in the book of Hebrews writer says that it became him of whom are all things and by whom are all things bringing many sons 
unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings praise the name of the lord so we see here that uh, one of the great work that the lord uh, is doing is that he is leading many sons into glory we don't end up getting saved these many sons are many brothers that the bible mentions in the book of romans chapter 8 verse 29 uh, that we may be uh, out of him as the first among the many brethren we might also be brought into uh, be led as many sons into glory so we see that Romans 8:29 talks about us as being many brothers of Jesus Christ the many grains remember in the book of John chapter 12 verse 24 whereby say that except the the kernel of wheat goes into the ground and dies it remains alone if it dies it bears many or much more grains so we became the many grains out of the death of Jesus Christ and the resurrection so the last step of god is great salvation is bringing or to bring his many sons into glory into the expression of god and by this we will read romans chapter 8 29 and 30 you see that it tells us that god's work of grace upon us began with his foreknowing us and continued through his predestination then his calling justification and it will end with his glorification always we come across this this chapter but we fail to see the the process to god takes us through and the bible says that for whom he did for no he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be firstborn among many brethren and it says moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called and whom he called them he also justified and whom he justified he also glorified so we have seen that the end will be his glorification and we give glory uh, to god so this will be accomplished by the lord's coming when he comes back bible says in uh, philippians chapter 3 verses 20 uh, this is paul mentioning something and says that our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look for the savior the lord jesus christ so as we are changing our way of life our way of walk because it is supposed to be heaven one as we are waiting for the coming of the lord jesus christ now verse 21 says who shall change our vile body that it might be fashioned like unto his glorious body because to the work uh, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself so we see that at his coming back at which time we shall appear with him in glory remember colossians 3:4 says that when he shall appear we shall appear with him in glory this glorification of the sons of god as the goal of god's salvation will be manifested in fullness in the new jerusalem for eternity when you go back to revelation chapter 
21 and you read verses 11 the bible mentions that uh, first of all verse 11 says that having the glory of god and her light talking about new jerusalem was like unto a stone most precious even like a jasper stone clear and crystal when you read verses 23 the bible says that and the city had no need of the sun either of the moon to shine in it or the glory of god did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof so this is the fullness of the manifestation uh, of this glory glorification of the sons of god so we see that in his prayer to the father lord jesus said that is in john 17 verse 22 it says that the glory which you have given me i have given to them john 17:22 so you see that the glory into which god is leading us is the glory which he has already given to us although glory has been given to us already we still need to enter into that glory so when jesus received the glory he gave it he handed it over to the believers the church and we are at one aspect we are living in this glory uh, glory from glory to glory and we are going to enter into it hallelujah so we have called we have been called into glory and this glory was designed according to god's wisdom in eternity past when you read some verses in uh, in the book of first thessalonians chapter 2 verses 12 the bible says that that you would walk worthy of god and who has called uh, you unto his kingdom and glory same applies to as peter uh, chapter 5 verses 10 it says that but the god of all grace who has called us unto his eternal glory by christ jesus after that you have suffered a while make you perfect establish strengthen and settle you so the same applies to first corinthians chapter 2 verse 7 we have been called unto glory of god and the bible here says that but we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery even the hidden wisdom which god ordained before the world unto our glory there is a certain wisdom that we speak with and this has been ordained by god that is going to uh, lead us to our glory the wisdom of god so when christ appears we shall appear with him in his glory as colossians 3:4 has told us so that means that the glory in which we shall appear with christ is not merely some objective shining or brightness it is going to be subjective a subjective radiation of the divine life from within us like the blossom of certain flowers this glory is going to come from inside us and it will radiate because inside us we have the divine life this life will begin to uh, shine brightly praise the name of jesus so there is a transforming the conforming going on within us as we uh, look and gaze upon christ our image the bible says as we behold him that is in um, 
in second Corinthians 3:18 I believe it says that as we behold him we are going to change it from one glory to another from glory to glory so through our regeneration the life of glory has come into us from the day we got saved and now we have a seed of glory within us each one of us must grow this seed that your glory the glory of God might appear and manifest upon you even when you are still living here on earth glory to Jesus Christ so the life that we have within as a seed is the life of glory so we should know that when the seed which is the life of God entered into our spirit a lot of things entered into us and they are maturing one by one even glory came with that life that's why we call it the life of glory so this is the Christ in us the hope of glory remember Colossians 127 says that the mystery is Christ in you a hope of glory so eventually we see that this seed will blossom and thereby we shall be brought into that glory itself to be like the transfiguration of the Lord Jesus that happened in Matthew 17 whereby he took Peter or uh, John and James on the mountain then before their eyes he was transfigured and they be, beheld his glory when the Lord was transfigured on the mountain top we see that it was not that Shekinah glory suddenly came upon him from the heavens this glory did come from heaven it was that that divine glory shone from within him so the same applies to us Likewise, the glory into which we shall be brought is the outshining of the very glory that is within us right now. Glory to Jesus. So, that is one of the work that God is doing in the new dispensation uh, in the lives of believers. We shall proceed to the 38th work which is sending the appointed Christ, his chosen people at the times of restoration. So here we see that the, uh, another point is that God went on to do his work. Work of sending the appointed Christ to his chosen people at the times of restoration. Now we see that at the times of restoration, God will send the appointed Christ, his chosen people, that is to Israel. Concerning this, I have Acts chapter 3 verses 20 and verse 21 that says that he may send him who has been appointed for you, Christ Jesus, whom heaven must indeed receive until the times of restoration of all things, of which God spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from the old. So, we see that here, the times of restoration of all things are the times of restoration in the millennium. As it is prophesied by Isaiah in chapter 11, verse 1 to about 10. Uh, we are not going to read there. Those are, are many verses. But you read Isaiah chapter 11 from verses 1 through 10. And also you read Isaiah chapter 65 from verse 18 uh, through 25. You will see that there was something that was promised as the restoration of Israel. And this referred to uh, the, 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 the one that was to restore all things is uh, uh, was the Christ and even Christ himself 
referred uh, the same to us. When you come to Matthew 17 verses 11 Jesus himself speaks of the same thing and says that and Jesus answered and said unto them Elijah truly shall first come and restore all things and this Elijah uh, and he went on to say that he has already come that means that Christ had come as their Elijah to restore So when you come to Matthew chapter 19 verse 28 the Bible goes on to say that and Jesus said unto them verily I say unto you that you which have followed me in the regeneration when the son of man shall sit in the throne of his glory you also shall sit upon twelve thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel praise the name of the Lord So, the times of restoration of all things will be brought in by Christ is coming back. When God sends him to Israel in order to restore his chosen people. We all know that by this time not all Israelites are saved, but they will get saved. So, uh we continue to our 39th work of God in the New Testament, which is returning rebuild the fallen tabernacle of David that is to restore restore the nation of Israel when we read acts chapter 15 verse 16 it says that after these things i will return and i will rebuild the tabernacle of David which was fallen and i will rebuild its ruins and i will erect it again so here we see that the tabernacle of David is speaking of the kingdom of Israel and to rebuild the tabernacle of David is to restore the nation of Israel. When you read in Acts 1:6 remember that the disciples were asking Jesus when are you going to when are we going to re- to like, to receive back our kingdom. I may want to read there in Acts 1:6. You see that when he was talking to them uh about the, what they are supposed to do then they ask him in there are four where the bible says when they were there for come together they asked him of saying lord will you at this time restore gain this kingdom to israel because they had hope in him and they are asking if he's going to do it after his resurrection when he had resurrected but he told them that that is uh, that that one is in the sight of my father even me i don't know so he says that it is not yours to know because its time had not yet come so in the old testament we see that the lord promised the jewish people that the messiah the anointed one would come to inherit the throne of david and restore the jewish nation that is the nation of israel there are many scriptures and i will not read them but i'm going to quote them for you in case you want to read them by yourself uh, we have genesis 49 verse 10 we have 2 samuel chapter 7 verse 13 and even verse 16 we have psalms chapter 2 verse 8 to 9 we have psalms 72 uh, verse 1 to 20 we have psalms 89 and then verse 4 we have psalms 110 verse 2 to 3 we have Isaiah 
chapter 6 verse 6 to 7 we have even Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 to 5 and even verse 10 we have Jeremiah 23 uh, verse 5 to 6 we have Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 9 we have Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 14 to 17 we have Ezekiel chapter 21 verses 27 we have Ezekiel chapter 34 uh, verse 23 to 24 we have Ezekiel still chapter 37 verse 24 and even verse 28 so we have also Daniel chapter 2 verses 35 and even verse 30, 44 we have also Daniel chapter 7 verses 14 we have Hosea chapter 3 verse 5 and Amos chapter 9 verse 11 to 12 Zechariah chapter 3 verse 8 and even Zechariah chapter 6 verse 12 to 13 and Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9 to 10 now these are many quotations whereby the Lord was promised to come as the anointed one uh, to inherit the throne of David and restore the Jewish nation so all Israelis that were uh, scholars they knew about this so that's why they were waiting for the Messiah only that when he came some and many of them didn't know that he was the one so they killed him so when the, the Lord Jesus came the first time the Jewish people were expecting the Messiah restore his, his kingdom and uh, you will find some verses still in the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 25 Luke chapter 3 verses 15 Luke chapter 7 verses 19 book of John chapter 1 verse 41 even John chapter 7 verse 27 and 41 so we see that they were waiting they were expecting only that uh, it will not be until the Lord is second coming that he will restore the messianic kingdom so even when he was on earth they were thinking that maybe it was the time but it wasn't the time it is going to be until second coming when he will restore what to call the messianic kingdom and this is going to be earthly this is when he's going to restore the kingdom of David that one you can read Matthew 23 39 the Bible says in Matthew 23 says 39 I say unto you you shall not see me henceforth till you shall say blessed is, is he comes in the name of the Lord. So he is going to come back to them as Israel to restore the kingdom of David. So the kingdom which the Messiah will restore is the kingdom of the Messiah or the kingdom of Israel to be restored in the future. And it will be the earthly part of the millennium kingdom. So the earthly part of the millennium is the restoration of the tabernacle of David which God will rebuild and which will be the kingdom of the son of man. Remember the Bible says that mentions the kingdom of the son of man. So in the millennium age there are two aspects of the kingdom. The first is earthly and the other is heavenly. Well as those that are overcoming believers would be will be in the heavenly millennium kingdom for the 1000 years which is a one day of the wedding uh, on the earth the earthly part he will be restoring uh, the kingdom of David as 
the kingdom of the son of man bible says uh, in matthew 13 verses 41 he says in verses 41 that um the son of man shall send forth his angels and shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and and them which do iniquity and here they are calling him the son of man and then you come to revelation chapter 11 verses 15 um the bible talks about the son of man still in verses 15 says that and the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our lord and of his christ and he shall reign forever and ever we see that the kingdoms of this world are going to be uh, translated to become the kingdoms of son of man jesus christ so then we see that the the christ as the son of man david is royal descendant will sit on the throne of david and reign as the king over the house of jacob the Jew, uh the Jewish, the Jewish people which is Israel praise the name of Jesus and on this you can read Luke chapter 1 verses 32 to 33 uh, whereby bible mentions saying that it shall be great because this was a prophecy that uh, the angel was talking telling uh, uh, Mary it says it shall be great and shall be called the son of the the highest and the lord god shall give unto him the throne of his father david and he shall reign over the house of jacob forever and this of his kingdom there shall be no end now you see that even when uh, the prophecy of jesus' birth was given it was mentioned that is going to rule over um, the house uh, the, the 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 throne of david and even the house of jacob and is going to also rule over the nations on the earth during the millennium is going to be ruling praise the name of jesus you can find that in the book of psalms chapter 2 verse 8 and even psalms 72 verse 8 daniel chapter 7 verse 14 and daniel chapter 2 verse 35 and 34 if you take your time as a bible scholar you will see these things are for the glory of God now i want to talk about something a little as we wind up which is another a work of god in the new testament which is uh, the 40th work which is setting up his kingdom in the millennium god will set up his kingdom in the millennium we have seen matthew 13:43 that refers to this says that then the righteous shall shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father so this is now the millennium kingdom the kingdom of the father is the heavenly part of the millennium i told you that the earthly part is called the kingdom of the messiah the heavenly part is a reward for overcomers for the righteous that are going to shine forth as a sun in that heavenly part of the kingdom for a thousand years so the father has got a heavenly part of the millennium and uh, the son has got the earthly part which is the kingdom of messiah which is the kingdom uh, restoring the throne of david so the manifestation of the kingdom of the heavens 
is going to be a reward to the overcomers. The Bible has mentioned uh, calling them the righteous. Now, in this verse, righteous are the overcomers who will be the light shining in the kingdom of their father. So in the heavenly part of the millennium, which will be the manifestation of the kingdom of the heavens and the kingdom of the Father, the overcoming saints will reign with Christ as co-kings, as co-kings. Praise the name of Jesus. And when we read Revelation chapter 20, verses 6, it indicates that the overcomers shall be priests of God and of Christ and they shall reign with him a thousand years. So this a thousand year reign refers to the kingdom of the Father, which God will set up in the millennium. So in this part of the millennium, Christ and the overcomers will reign. They will reign for the Father's expression and satisfaction for a thousand years. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, I want to stop here. I believe that you take your time to re-listen and even have a proper understanding. This is Pastor Dennis and you are listening to the Freedom Streams program. God bless you. Bye bye.